I'm starting it now. This is the Sturdy Girl Company podcast, and I'm your host, Pam Merkerson, along with Kaylani Davis is Hi joining guys. us this time. It's been a while. It's been a little bit. It's been a few episodes. I know. And we have a special guest, Teresa Acord. Can't mess that up. Nope. But people do. They do. Oh. <laughs> they do. Do, do they say accord? What, like, instead of Acord, do yeah. they say, like, accord? Yeah. Or, oh. And I would Easy say, I'm say. not married to a Honda. <laughs> <Right>. She is <laughs> Acord. I'm Acord. Not the Ford, but Acord. Southern. Acord. We are sitting here in her house. We just got done with branding cattle. Mm-hmm. It's a sturdy girl try. I'm going to label it that. It was just Kaylani and I this time coming down to Troy and Teresa's ranch. Is there a name for the ranch? Bar A Cattle. Bar A Cattle. That makes sense. That's what the brand was. <laughs> Bar A Cattle. If I could, there it is. She's got a little brand. Look, we I should take a picture. <laughs> Maybe not. Right here. <laughs> the left hip. Yeah. yeah. If I could take a picture, a little Snapchat um, of Teresa, I'll post some pictures of her too along uh, with this on social media. These these are my words to describe her. Zesty, saucy, spicy, and if you could um, epitomize a 50s pinup girl... <laughs> That is her because she's also very curvaceous, you guys. She's she's not tall. She's I think Five, three. Yeah, so an inch shorter than me. But she's ba 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 boom <laughs> cattle rancher. I know she's giving me this funny look like, oh my gosh, it can't even believe. But yes, all those words yeah, are true. For sure. She's walking around out there in her tank top and her jeans and her boots and really you are a curvy mama. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She does look like she looks like a fifties pinup girl that is actually a cattle rancher who says, "I am not a cowgirl." So I'm like, "You're not," because I would totally label myself a call a cowgirl, a call girl, <laughs> no, a cowgirl. But you say no, you're not a cowgirl. You are. Tell me what you told me. I'm just a. I'm just a girl that fell in love with a hot rancher. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she also said, "And I give my hundred and fifteen percent to him." Yes. I do. And that, my friend, is why <laughs> I wanted to come and just have a conversation to have a little glimpse in the life of Teresa Accord, because I, just from the outside looking in, I view you as a very sturdy girl. Well, thank you. You are welcome. It's an honor coming from you, too. <laughs> it really is. Well, oh, here's a little backstory, too. So, Kaylani, as you know, she moved to Twist. Yes. And we came down because she's like, Mom, the cattle ranchers down below, Troy and Teresa, we met them. They're going to let us come down there and feed some calves. So we're like, yeah, I'm so excited because calving season is super hard. We'll talk about that in a moment, too. I, I didn't realize how much cattle ranchers go through. But anyhow, came down. Um, Teresa had the bottles all ready. She's telling us and teaching us. And she takes us down to the calves. We're feeding calves. We're walking around the herd. And she was telling us how she's not a country girl. She's a city girl. She was raised in Kirkland. And so we look at each other. I said, I was raised in Kirkland. And I'm like, what year are you, 89? What year, 89? And so we realized we went to the same high school. Graduated together. Graduated together. (laughs) But we had to go back and look in the yearbooks to go, oh. Had to place the big hair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know you're 
job. And, and did you have to cover the hair? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> there we are. There you are. So it's a small world. So here I am. I get to sit in your kitchen podcasting with you. So thank you for letting us come and interrupt. You tell us we helped, but thank you for letting us come and interrupt your day. Learn and be in the way. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were a great help today. You were both. You keep saying help. that. No, really. Any day that I don't have to vaccinate something is a day off. <laughs> I say it was so much fun, but this is something that you guys do round the clock almost, especially in the calving season, which is, what is calving season? Calving season usually starts around the first week of February, and it, the main part is February, middle of February is probably the busiest time. And then it dwindles. Um, we still have 10 girls left to calve out for okay. the year. Uh, we calved out 400 calves this year. And why is it round the clock with calving season? Uh, calving season, we're up every two hours just to make sure that mamas are having babies properly. Um, so we go out at all times of the night with our flashlights and just check to see if somebody's starting to calve, we know that they've probably got anywhere from an hour to two hours. So we need to check on and make sure everything goes smoothly. Most cows are really good at doing what they need to do on their own, but first time mamas sometimes have problems. Yeah. So we yeah, I think you told me, and I was surprised you said, um, sometimes cows, they, they turn away their babies. Mm -hmm. And so you gotta go out and find those babies mm -hmm. that have been orphaned, mm -hmm. not because necessarily their mom has died, but because they weren't accepted. Right. And then comes, you become mama, almost. Exactly. Unless but you... now I have Kalani and Scarlett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. We'll do it any day. Yeah. It is work. Yeah. And pretty soon, after these after these calves, these mm -hmm. 10 calves, you're going to turn them out into forest service land. We will probably, the 10 girls that did not, who have not had their babies, um, Troy and I are ready for them to go out to spring grass. So they will probably go to one of our lease pastures where they will be watched, um, but, and it'll be an irrigated pasture. They won't be here um, mm -hmm. just because, like I said, we're running out of hay and it's time for them to go out to grass, get mm -hmm. the good proteins going, because mm -hmm. uh, they're breeding again. Mm -hmm. This is breeding season right now. So so I don't know if you realize this, but they, they turn them out. That means they go and they go to free range areas, which is a long ways away. And then comes the time where you gotta go find them again. I, that's what I can't believe. How do you go out and you find them again on hundreds of acres of lands? It's ridiculous. It, they. The cows actually, when the weather starts changing and getting cooler up in the mountains, they start coming down. So they're fairly easy to find. Um, there's always one or two that sometimes don't come back. We donate them to the forest, your forest <laughs> and, <tax>. and predators. <laughs> um, them to the forest. But yeah, they actually, when the weather turns, it's like they know it's time to come home and time to be fed hay. Uh, so it, it's actually way easier than you would think. Um, last year we had an incredibly long summer. It was very, very warm and overnight we went from 80 degrees to two feet of snow and the minute the snow hit the ground, Troy and I had no problem. Like we would be out riding for six to eight hours a day. We could not find a cow, a cow pie. We couldn't find broken branches, nothing, but the minute the snow hit the ground, mm -hmm. they Here were they together. Yeah. And it was usually like groups of 10 or 20. Um, so it does make it pretty easily. We mm -hmm. can get them rounded up, put them in a pen, and start hauling them. 
down the road, bring them home. You guys, it's a ton of work. It is a ton of work. And I appreciate my hamburger that I had that you made me today a whole lot more. Teresa, there's three there's three things I wanted to um, talk with you about, just to get your opinion. And remember, we're not therapists, we're not counselors. This is our opinion, and we're welcome to them. And you, as I've learned, you have no problem telling what that opinion is. And we can, I feel like we can agree, we can disagree on things, and it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's part of, you know, what makes a community a community, right. and you still be together. Right. So. First thing I want to talk about is the word fortitude. Fortitude meaning grit, gumption. What would how would you describe fortitude, sis? I think you got it. Grit, mm -hmm. gumption, perseverance, mm -hmm. perseverance, pressing forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going through something hard, digging deep, and still going. Yeah, yeah. Let's ask about your fortitude. Oh, my Can fortitude. you give us give us an update? She's my hero. Yeah. <laughs> she went without water for four months in the winter time. This girl oh, is amazing. Do you yeah. feel Do you feel like you've developed some fortitude? I feel more fortified. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Not that you want to go into anything hard anytime. No, soon. nobody wants. No, um, it was a lot of stress back to back. But I call it my character building arc or season and being on the other side of yeah. that particular problem yeah. i feel like it was an opportunity to grow and learn more about myself and be like okay i can i can stick this out mm -hmm. even though it sucks but yeah 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 mm -hmm. it's it's good to be able to look back and say i did that yeah right now i think my body's in like decompress mode and so i'll like get randomly anxious out of nowhere and then i'll be like oh i'm safe i'm fine we have water it, it's good but i think my body's just trying to catch up with we're fine right now yeah it's okay it's okay yeah do you yeah. feel a bit of release yeah uh the day that we got water back <laughs> i instantly was super tired and i told josh i'm like i just want to go to sleep and then the next day we woke up to no water again and i was like ah but then it got sorted out. Now, yeah. Now it's better. And Josh said you have the best water pressure ever. It's the best. <laughs> Even if it was crappy, it would be the best because we have water now. Yeah. yeah. But so you can look back in hindsight and say, I did that. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. we couldn't run here no. and help you. Yeah. You had Troy and Teresa to I know. To help and you. if it wasn't for them, I think I would have left a long yeah time but they, could, they couldn't rescue out of it either it's no. something that you had to yeah. go through you had to go through and it wait it out and mm -hmm. figure it out yeah and it did like going on a bear hunt you can't go over it you can't go under it you have to go, through, go it. through it yeah, yeah you hated that book i hated it yeah yeah it's terrible teresa you you tell stories really well and so from your stories I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl's got some grit. <laughs> She's got some fortitude. Because she'll tell a story like, yeah, I went out to to ride on her horse rainy in my boxers and in my tape top and her flip -flops, flip -flops. Don't forget flip -flops. Yeah. And the horse happened to got spooked mm -hmm. and you took off running. Mm -hmm. Well, the horse took off running. Yeah, the horse took off running. And my thigh squeezed on tight. Right then and there, <laughs> I would pee my pants. I think I did. <laughs> My 52-year-old bladder probably did. <laughs> and then she tells other, like, well, she's riding a horse again. And when she got a concussion, because I can't remember why you got the concussion, but you which did. Which time? You did yeah, which time? get a concussion. But you got some grit. You get back on and you do it. Or you say, when are we going again? Um, in this life, 
in this process of ranching, you don't have a choice. I mean, if you can't get back on your horse, <laughs> then it's a long walk home. Uh -huh. And I, I, I never even thought about it in that way. It's just what you got to do. Do you feel that there's a lack of fortitude in, in the world today? I do. I really do. I feel that um, people are kind of self-absorbed, kind of selfish, and there's no, I guess, grit. Like people don't want to work for it. Mm -hmm. They don't want to, they don't, I don't know. I grew up and if I accomplished something, I felt really good about myself mm -hmm. and I never wanted a handout. I never, mm. you know, I want to earn it on my own. And I happened to marry a man that, um, <laughs> has to do it every day of his life. And they don't make, I always say Troy was born in the wrong era. Mm -hmm. um, he should have been born like in the 1800s mm -hmm. because he just has that grit. I mean, he, you know, they, he's a true, true, true blue cowboy. Do you think uh, grit and fortitude is learned or something that you already have? Innate or learned? Yeah. I think it's a combination. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my parents gave me a great work ethic, mm -hmm. um, great morals and values. And at the end of the day, um, like I said, doing this, if you were to ask any of my family members what I would be doing at this part of my life, they would have never, ever, ever You're said city this. girl, you say. Yeah, I would, you know, I did corporate America, um, worked for AT&T Wireless for years and grew up in Kirkland. Um, I did have a background here in the valley because my biological father's family was from here. Mm -hmm. So I did ride horses. Um, I knew how to drive tractors. But to say that I was going to marry a cattle rancher, yeah. I would have laughed at you, like <laughs> literally. So, but I've known Troy my whole life. His mother and my father went from kindergarten to graduation together. Mm -hmm. um, Troy actually said I was a snob in high school. Uh, <laughs> but he was just socially inept. And... <laughs> He said he was extremely shy. Was yeah, extremely shy. Uh, but no, I think I think it's both. I think that our upbringings give you the start, and mm -hmm. then whatever you end up doing with that start. And can you learn it? Can you learn grit? I think you can. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah, yeah. I think you get too. I think I had to. Yeah, and I don't want to poo poo. You, you either have to. Or yeah. You kind of. You kind of have to want to. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's days, and I will be completely honest, there have been days in the last 20 years where I have been up to my knees in mud. I've lost my boots in the mud, and it's just not mud. It's with some other organic stuff, <laughs> kind of stinky, kind of gross, and I just start crying because I'm tired yeah. and I'm cold and I probably haven't eaten, and I will say I hate cows. I don't belong here. <laughs> I need a here? spa day. I need a massage. I need my nails done. I need my toes done. And Troy will come up behind me and pick me up by my stirrups and say, come on, that calf needs you. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so. And part of it's like you said mm -hmm. before, you love him. Mm -hmm. And so you give him your 115%. Yeah, exactly. All of that. Yeah. And I don't want to poo-poo on a generation because you had two young boys out here with mm -hmm. us, 16 and 17. Mm -hmm. And they had some fortitude and grit. They came and worked for you mm -hmm. for ice cream for cake ice today. Cream <laughs> <laughs> we are really lucky. Um, there is a good group of kids 
Mac and Brody. Um, our Mac definitely has been helping us since he was knee high, and um, they don't expect money. Um, they they just come and do it. Brody's family, so he has no choice. But Mac does it on his own, and they are they they don't make kids like them. They don't do the computer. They're not on their cell phones. They're not. They're here. I mean, just like instead of being on their cell phones outside, they were out there roping and practicing yeah. and playing around. Yeah, they were. Yeah, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Good boys. Yeah, and I. I mean, they come from great parents mm -hmm. um, that are giving them that foundation, mm -hmm. um, and they're already doing work on their foundation. Yeah. So, That's I've always good. said that God gave us a card you know, a hand of cards to play, and it's up to us how we play it. Mm, that's good. And we have no one else to blame when we fold too early mm. and give up. Mm. See, there's grit for you. <laughs> Smack you in the face yeah. with some grit. Yeah. That leads me to community. Okay. When I, when I told you I wanted to talk with community a little bit with you, because just the little time that I've passed by or have gotten able to talk to you, you talk about... Um, so-and-so down the road and you know their name mm -hmm. you know their first and last name you know how long they've been there you know what they're doing not as a busybody or there's people standing at your fence line which you guys live out here to me I mean, compared to kirkland you guys live out here and so i see that you are community very much and you were surprised to hear that i think you're community people but you highly value community do you see yourself as that no, <laughs> I really don't. I don't. Um, no, I. We like I said, we're super lucky that we've got friends and family. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a small community, a really small community. So it's gotten bigger over the last few years. Um, with COVID, we've had a lot of new people moving in. Um, but I, yeah, I, I, it's just life. It's just life. It's just life. What is your why behind being so? people because it really it's easier sometimes to just be the lone wolf yeah. not worry about anybody else so what why do you value knowing people helping people so much um i believe that when in 2014 we had uh the carlton complex fire and the people who stayed in our neighborhood which our neighborhood consists of 40 acre parcels um, so it's not like a cul-de-sac. I can see my neighbors and I can wave to my neighbors, but I'm not talking to them over the fence. But in 2014, the fire was here. It was in my backyard and people from the community, we banded together and we saved our homes because our fire department is volunteer mm -hmm. and it was just too much for everybody to handle. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess that was the, the sense of community that when the chips are down, we're there, you know. Mm -hmm. This winter, things got tight with snow. We had a lot of snow, and Troy was out. We have the biggest tractor on the road, and Troy was out helping neighbors mm -hmm. that needed help. Um, and that that's just what you do. That's just, that's what you do. Why, why did you feel so drawn to help my kids when for for so many things so many not just the water but really you could have just said you know what it's calving season and we have enough of our own to do and so good luck guys i mean yeah pray for you bye <laughs> see ya pray for you. but 
your hands-on help. What is your drive behind that? Why? Why? Um, why not just help yourself, Teresa? I think that Troy and I saw two really good kids that needed help. Yeah. Um, two really good people. That, yeah, I can honestly say that if they could have been different, we probably would have been like, dude, I'm busy. <laughs> I haven't slept in 36 hours. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you don't got water. But no, it wasn't. Um, I think it's the people that we're with. I mean, Kalani and Josh are amazing. They're yeah. fun kids. We adopted them immediately. Yeah, you did. Um, so, and I don't care. Even Josh said he couldn't believe how amazing his wife was because there's no way I would have went four months without water. And they were down here a couple times a day, every day, getting water. And but no, I, I, I it's the people. We're not like that with everybody. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. We do have enemies. <laughs> We are not liked, <laughs> sure, yeah. but um, we do have a very close community yeah. um, that we just hang out with, and Josh and Kalani fit the bill, so. Well, thank you oh, yes. for letting us have this conversation <laughs> with you, and thank you from this mom <laughs> for helping our kids, and I want to let you know that I am one of your biggest fans. Oh, my goodness. And I know you're, you're she's chewing her hand at me, but I think if we could... Um, not idolize, but have have more people like you and have more fans for people like you, this world would be a better place. Because just your answers of loan of, well, I don't know. It's just because it's what you do. It's just what you do. Grit is just, it's what you have. It's what you learn. It's because you have a drive and a love. So I'm one of your biggest fans, and I just want to say thank you. And you are a sturdy girl. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anything yeah. to end? No, good conversation. Teresa is one of my favorite people. <laughs> and we have water. <laughs> we have water. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>